Thanks for listening to the Adam Carolla Show on Podcast One. RockAuto.com. Why spend 30 to 50%, even 100% more for the same parts that a chain store or dealership might have? Why spend so much there? Why not go to RockAuto.com? It's a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Everything from engine control modules to brakes to motor oil, even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic car or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few clicks delivered direct to your door. Go to rockauto.com. See all the parts available for your car or your truck. Write Corolla in the How Did You Hear About Us? So that is Corolla, C-A-R-O-L-L-A, in the How Did You Hear About Us box. So they know we sent you an amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Another day, another unknown. It could bring your biggest order yet or a new cyber threat. Whatever happens, Comcast Business will keep you ready with a network that can deliver gig speeds to the most businesses. Comcast Business, powering possibilities. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary. J.B. Weld is the proud sponsor of the Adam Carolla Show. These guys have been around for 50 years, and uh, if you got something you need to put together, you got to go with J.B. Weld. And you can get J.B. Weld everywhere, including Home Depot, Lowe's, AutoZone, Advance Auto Parts, O'Reilly, Napa, Amazon, Michaels, and more. J.B. Weld. World's strongest bond. All right, we get into a little uh, tragedy. No, not that tragic, but uh, Dawson had a little automotive-related issue, which leads us into some stories, and we get into a lot more. I think we do a little blah, blah, blah in the first half. First, I'll tell you about GEICO. Do you own? Do you rent your home? Well, sure you do. You do one or the other, and then you have your automotive policy. How about you get your bundle work in? At Geico. Geico makes it easy to take your homeowners or your automotive insurance, put it together, and bundle. Go to Geico, get a quote, see just how much you could save and just how easy Geico can make it. Visit Geico.com today. That is Geico.com. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. And welcome to T-Pain's Nappy Boy Radio Podcast. The most fun you'll ever listen to while you're folding your clothes. Now let's get this straight. This is not your average podcast. T-Pain's Nappy Boy Radio is super fun, super crazy. It's pretty much an in-your-face conversation. That's the good thing about us. We don't do interviews. We do conversations. All of my guests, all of my co-hosts, we chill. We drink. We play games. We have the song of the week. We have the creative curse word of the week. As long as you're having fun as our guest. Speaking of guests, each week I'm going to go through my whole contact list and dive head first into the world of music, gaming, exotic cars, tech, strippers probably, doctors probably, probably strippers that are only stripping so they can pay for tuition to become a doctor. You never know. My wife is a certified bartender. She'll make you a drink while you're here. We'll get you drunk and make you play VR after. It's a lot going on, but that's what it's all about over here at T-Pain's Nappy Boy Radio Podcast. See you soon, baby! From Corolla One Studios in Glendale, California, this is the Adam Corolla Show. Adam's guest today, ABC's chief legal analyst, Dan Abrams. With Gina Grad on news and Bald Brian on sound effects. And now, your mileage may vary. 
but his never does. Adam Carolla. Yeah, get it on. Got to get it on. No choice but to get on the mandate. You get it on. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for telling a friend. We'd love that about you, right, Gina Grant? That's right. Handball, Brian. I like ear fucking. <laughs> Dan Abrams going to join us. We'll talk. I uh, have a uh, hypothetical uh, Fauci conspiracy theory oh. to uh, play for him, and we can get his take. I also know that uh, he used to mix it up with Nancy Grace you back in say. the day on uh, Court TV. Oh. So uh, we can uh, maybe have a little uh, revisiting of that. I would love yeah. to do that. I've been, I go to sleep every night thinking about that man and thinking about the things I would have loved to have said to him. So bring it on, ladies. Wah, oh. wah. Nancy's vengeance. <laughs> yeah, well, you're going to get your chance, Nancy. Oh, good. Uh, now, uh, just a quick audible. Dawson was uh, <laughs> pulling in. Uh, it was kind of funny. Because I was walking to the other warehouse. So we got, we finally got the high speed internet guy yeah, here. The good stuff. And uh, You're there's doing work. A lot, yeah. of, lot of work. I mean, there is bending of rebar, <laughs> there's pulling of wires, there's uh, cutting and coring, there's scissor lifts to the roof. Oh, this, this, is a, this is a big old job. And uh, so we got a guy here, he's doing that. Now he drives a big rig, mm-hmm. big truck parked right in the middle of the driveway so people have been parking in alternate universes um so i uh, i just parked at the other shop i was over there anyway i was walking to the other shop i saw dawson parking on the street mm-hmm. dawson had street parking i was on the street and i said uh, smart let's not go over here and mix it up we got yeah. a guy with the big truck dawson's driving a big truck it's true smart just to leave it yeah. half a block away on the street should have just left it. and then i turned around and i was walking back and i saw dawson's truck wedged in between the guy's truck and the gate oh burn the hand yeah now uh and then one side of the truck seemed to be a little lower than the other side mm-hmm. of the truck mm-hmm. so that suggested to me that either he had a flat or he's back with the fat checks <laughs> or both i wish maybe was. that's what gave him the flat <laughs> so uh dawson was trying to kind of cut the corner and get into the parking lot and had a bracket from the gate just catch the sidewall yeah. of his truck and just tore it up that bracket Bolt is called multiple flats it out. yeah so dawson you were safely and legally parked 100 <laughs> yards away maybe got, 80 yards away got yeah. greedy what I, happened I, I, you know i Icarus. still had plenty of time before the show uh, our man working was about to get out of here and I'm like, yeah, I got time. I'll just go move my truck in and, you know, fit it in. And I just a prime that. spot. I know. 150 I know. feet away. I know. It's fucking stupid. I'm so <laughs> mad at myself right now. Good. As long as you're kicking yourself. <laughs> All right. So then, uh, a couple of questions arose because, um, Dawson's got to come in here and start the show, but he's got a truck out there with a flat tire. Mm-hmm. So then the question is, is who here is most qualified to change Dawson's truck tire? Oh, boy. Under you? this roof? You, well, you. <laughs> me, but who, who, who is not occupied currently <laughs> could uh, do that? Good luck. I heard a perfect answer from uh, intern Ryan who said uh, he thinks he could do it because he saw a YouTube video okay. hey, on it. That's a step in the right direction. That's towards the Light. Step toward the light. What mm. else? What other options do we have, Chris? Uh, yeah, so Ryan said he, he's done it once. He saw a YouTube video that helped him when he did it. Emmy walked away. Emmy um, from New York, probably driven a car yeah. until he was 22 <laughs> years old. Gary mm-hmm. says he is capable of doing it, but he's too busy. Good answer. Mm-hmm. Good. 
Oh, mm-hmm. smart. Too yeah, busy too. lying. <laughs> I, and uh, so honestly, the guy doing the internet is probably the most qualified that's guy. Actually, true. the guy doing the internet right now is going through my truck looking for a jack. He's got the uh, impact gun, and he's just going to do it for me. Oh. I could do it myself. I know. I changed my last. Well, one. why don't you have the internet guy come to your job? And that's see a what great happens. idea. The uh, I'm guessing Dawson's got himself a nice scissor jack in there. I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Kalen says he can't do it. Mm-hmm. No, no, uh, no surprise there. What about um, Matt? Matt, the porcelain, porcelain Punisher. Punisher. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Remember that picture of him in the Simpsons jammies? Oh, yeah. Basically, like in a Simpsons museum. His that's, all, that's all you need to okay, know. Yeah. So uh, we're going to, Dawson's running out there to grab the scissor jack, and <laughs> we'll do it during the body of the show. But I, I thought to myself, uh, most everyone's got a good flat tire oh, story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, uh, and I, I've, I think I have the ultimate flat tire story because I got a flat tire and ended up sleeping by the side of a freeway and had no spare. But you probably win. That's a Tijuana story. Right. I can get into that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I said error. to uh, I said Gina Ball, you got a flat tire story, oh, and uh, and then I said, well, put it put it up to the people. Give us your uh, flat tire story. Uh, right. You want to go first? Yeah, Gina? I got one and a half. Um, uh, this actually made me late to this here show. It was on a Sunday. Two years ago, I was driving down from Big Bear trying to get here in time and hit something. And that cross track went a, a, a flapping and a flying. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was in the middle of nowhere and, and had to deal with it. It was like an hour late to the show. But that's not the one that really sticks in my mind. I was Can living, let me say this yeah. philosophically yeah, because I'm interested in the human condition. Mm. The spare tire... Um, is an interesting peek into the psyche of the human. Sure. Which is, everybody knows you're going to get a flat at some point in your driving career. Multiple flats. Maybe you average one every six years or something like that. We all know it. We all know that we have a spare and a jack and a lug wrench Mm -hmm. that's on most vehicles. Most all vehicles. Some have a weird little pump thing, which I, sports cars have. Mm-hmm. I don't understand because Dawson just got a sidewall torn off. <laughs> yeah. You think you get a little pump, you plug into your cigarette lighter and fix that bad <laughs> boy? Not for that one, no. Not for that one. So I do have one of those, though, and it comes in handy. But way less than 10% of Americans have ever investigated what's the junk in the trunk. Mm-hmm. Like, here's the lip. Here's, here's the jack. Is mm-hmm. it a scissor jack? Is it a bottle jack? Where would I place it? It's inevitably going to be dark and raining, and you may be a little bit drunk when this shit goes down. <laughs> oftentimes, why don't we learn this in driver's ed? I don't know. No that one ever. Kind of it's 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 always a brand new day. You get a flat tire, and it's like, do you have a spare? I don't know. Is there air in it? I got a jack. Where's yeah. the jack? I guess it's what's, where the tire the is. No, like, what's the jack? Yeah, what's the jack? I, it, it's it, we all know it's going to happen. It's a human condition thing. No one takes. Five minutes and goes. Well, let me let me coach myself up a little. You're right. That's true. And by the way, um, I found out that in a sleepy town, just outside of Big Bear, when three like decent looking chicks are waving to for help, 
people just pass you by. Right. We weren't as hot as we thought we were. Um, but when I first moved here, I was living in Echo Park in a studio where there, there were roosters and chickens all over the street. And I'd have to shoo them out of the way to get to my door. Uh, gangbangers always put their big gulp slurpees on my car. I'd have to ask them nicely to please move them so I could get in my car. Uh, m- multiple cats gave birth on my doorstep. The cops would try and escort me home and I'd shoo them away because I didn't want to get this mixed Jewish up. Jewish neighborhood, Very, fair fact. Yeah. Okay. This, is, this is Hasidic. Yes. And um, – and so I was driving home from, I don't know, maybe the state, maybe KLSX one night. And it was late. And I felt like a kachunk. And I pulled over and I was talking to my boyfriend at the time. And I said, oh, good news. There's a car pulling up behind me. And they put their flashers on. And he was like, Gina, don't you fucking open the door. Don't you roll down the window. I was like, ah, he seems nice enough. Uh so this this big dude comes up. He's like, oh, it looks like you have some tire trouble. And Michael is on the phone going, don't talk to this fucking guy. We keep, I was like, he, well, you're not here and he is. Mm-hmm. So against all my better judgment and my boyfriend's better judgment, I get out of the car. This dude is eyeing me up and down. He's like, oh, can I look in the trunk? I was like, yeah, I opened it. And I, I have a real bad feeling about this. This dude's staring at me, looking at me more than he's trying to, like, he's kind of, like, like with the arm kind of going in and out of the trunk, like, pretending like he's looking for it, but he's staring at me. And I finally thought, yeah, this is bad. And I said, you know what? I'm good. I got back. He's like, you sure? And he, so he follows me until about a block from my apartment, and I just sort of ka-chunk, ka-chunked it all the way home, hoping right. to lose this guy. Mm. So mm. I really should know how to change a tire, is my point. Slow speed chase. The slowest speed chase. <laughs> Brian, you got a, you got a tire story? Some similar, similar elements as Gina. I was on the way to work, and uh, this time it was actually uh, raining. It was, it was a rainy mm. day, and I was coming up the 405 north, uh, down the hill, mm-hmm. about to get on the 101 towards yep. the mm. studio, mm. and uh, it's raining, right? So... The visibility is lower than it would be, and I ran over something. I don't even know what it was to this day, but it was something, a bumper or a fender. It was huge, but mm-hmm. it was, I couldn't mm-hmm. see it until the last minute. And uh, instantly, the uh, I think I was driving an X3 at the time, uh, instantly all four, like four tires, you know, uh, sensors all lit up. Tire sensor, tire alert, critical tire. And I'm like, oh, shit. But because I was, as you know, Three quarters of a mile from Galpin Ford, where, mm-hmm. where I got the BMW, mm-hmm. I just I pulled right in. I was like, "Dude, you got to do something." I'm getting all four tire alerts. You got to help, and they replaced, I think, two of them and two they could they could fix because they were run flats. But I limped into Galpin Ford, which was just a, less than a mile. You got away. lucky. I, got I did. A, really I got a lucky. Bunch of bad tire stories, but. Um... The most famous one was definitely about this time when I was 19 and uh, me and my buddy Snake said, we once in a while we'd tell everyone, we're going to Tijuana. Mm. We're going to Tijuana tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And if everyone didn't join us, we just called them pussies. <laughs> like, uh, and so we're like, we're going to Tijuana. And I told all the usual suspects and everyone just kind of bugged out. So it was just me and Snake. And I said, uh, all right, we'll go to Tijuana. How are we getting there? His stepmom had an old Mazda sedan, very old, four bald tires, like four tires, like showing belt on them, all bald and no spare. Mm. And we're like, damn the torpedoes. We're going anyway. Smart. And uh, we took off for Tijuana, got a late start, got a blowout on the freeway about San Juan Capistrano. Knew we had no spare and knew we were going to have to purchase a used tire 
at the gas station, mm-hmm. but the gas station was closed. The gas station sells used tires? Some, yeah, some gas do. stations used to used to do that. They mm-hmm. well, what they would do is they'd probably bring you in for your brake job. Mm-hmm. Then they'd tell you Maybe that your tires news. looking pretty bad, sure. and then they'd charge you and do the do the tires, and then they would keep the old tires, and then they would just sell the right size wow. for you know eleven bucks or something. But there was no chance of getting a tire that night. Mm. There was no credit cards. There was no cell phones. There was no AAA. There's no anything. But there was the blanket I had in the back. (laughs) Not a sleeping bag. Just a blanket Mm -hmm. and a pillow. Mm -hmm. Same one I would just took it off my bed. We didn't have extra blankets at at my blanket. You and Snake uh, cuddled up together? Snake had his pillow and his blanket. Well, the pillow and the blanket was for sleeping on the beach in Tijuana. Always thinking. Always thinking. So uh, left the car on the side of the freeway and just walked down that freeway off ramp, just in the middle of. We had no idea where we were. It seemed about San Juan Capistrano. It was about two thirds of the way, three mm-hmm. quarters of the way there. And then once we walked down the freeway, we just started walking toward the beach. Walk west, young man. And uh, found this patch of grass in this this residential neighborhood and it had a big wooden sign like welcome to leo carrillo oh. or welcome to whatever your home I'm trying to think we're not leo carrillo nixon's uh, house out there oh well your belinda yeah but what was his beach he had a beach out there it's a nixon thing mm-hmm. god damn the train used to go out there we'll think of dawson you'll think of it where'd the train yeah, go to the beach, beach. No, God damn it. San Clemente. San Clemente. Yeah, it's a San Clemente thing. And uh, found this sign, and it looked like it offered not shelter protection, but visual protection right, from right. people walking down the street and driving their cars and stuff. We'll just spread the blanket out on the, on the dirt, <laughs> put the pillow down. 30 years later, you don't know how common that would be. Just, uh, went to sleep. Uh, my recollection was I got a good night's sleep. Oh, I, yeah, I'm not a good sleeper. camper. I'm not a yeah. good sleeper, but I, I got a good night in. And uh, the next day, we packed up our blankets. We walked back up to the car and pulled the tire off and walked to the gas station and bought a used tire. And Continued on your we're way? We're on our way. Look at you. Oh, yes. We slept in Tijuana that night. Can't be, deter- can't be deterred. Could no. not be deterred. Mm-hmm. I was there to sleep on the beach in Tijuana, and that's that's what we did. Mm, you yeah. did it. Mm-hmm. So, kids, if you're listening. Yeah. So, Dawson, there's help for you. There's help. Yeah. <laughs> I got one good one. Mm-hmm. When I was in college, I was dating a girl who also lived in the Bay Area, and I hitched a ride back home for Thanksgiving with her, and uh, rainy night, it's like 9 o'clock at night, one-on-one, two lanes in one direction, not much of a shoulder. She blows out a tire, pull over. I immediately get out of the car. You got a jack? Where's your spare? I changed her tire, and then I drove the rest of the way home, and her father met us at the door, shook my hand. Oh, really? And said, I'm glad you were there, pal. Wow. Wow. Old timey. That's good. I don't know. I feel like she may have been a keeper, Dawson. I tried. Let her go. Only got away. Um, All right. Uh, I was studying the Mexican flag. I think it's the Mexican flag. (gasps) That's important. Uh Uh-huh. Could have been the Guatemalan flag. I don't know. It's a lot of stuff. Kamala's gone to the border and, and blah, blah, blah. But I was, I was taking a good look at the Mexican flag, and I was like, that's a pretty aggressive flag. Pretty sure it's Mexico. You got, a, you got an eagle. 
He's eating a snake. He's choking the life out of it. Yeah. Like, he is on the move. You know, we got the stars and the bars. That's a rattlesnake. Look at the back. Yeah. yeah. yeah sh- sh- got an sh- eagle that's sh- kicking the shit out of a rattlesnake. Um, I wonder, though, I don't know. We should try to figure it, A lot of range in, in flags, but this is on brand with Mexico. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, France is just like three stripes, you know. Mm-hmm. Not, Japan. Not, not much to see. Japan. One single dot. Well, think about Japan's sort of the way they do things. Subdued. You know, it's a low profile. Yeah. Yeah. Keeping, it, <clears throat> keeping it clean. Right. You know what I mean? Right. They got this... <laughs> Eagle. I'm guessing it's an eagle. I also notice it's standing on cacti. Yeah. It's a badass eagle. One foot. It doesn't, it's not bothered by cactus. Pain don't hurt. Cactus got, uh, cactus got the cactus berries yeah. going, going strong it's a on it. Flowering cactus. He's eating the, he's kicking the shit out of a rattlesnake. And you're right. It's got the rattle on the bottom of it. Um, and then uh, I, there's something under that. I don't know what it is a belt buckle. Yeah. It's or a, something. It, it's like, yeah, it's like a gold bar of some. It, what is, is it? Is it a spilled bottle of mezcal? <laughs> <laughs> what does. I think it may be a gardener's truck from, you know, but from a bird's eye view. Uh, now, I guess Mexico. Is represented by the eagle, but the, I don't know. The snake's Mexican too, unless he got it from Canada or the United States. He's so he's, border with he's kicking the shit out of that. And then there's like a wreath of 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 plants that are underneath that. Max Garland, and, yeah. And then there's a Mistletoe. kind of red, white, and blue little pin or badge or something that's on the bottom a ribbon what is he standing on? Uh, the cactus is situated on a rock that rises above a lake. Oh, so it is water. It is okay. Liquid. Oh, it is. All right. Well, anyway, uh, hey Mexico, that's a pretty kick-ass flag you got you there. Got a lot of detail going on. Yeah, but you got to back that up. You know, you can't be all bark and no bite with a flag like that. Yeah, I I agree. And uh, it says you you mean business. Yeah. And I don't see that flag tattooed on enough Mexicans. Oh, that's intricate. Yeah, you know, that's that's not a drunken evening. That that you got to plan that shit out. That's a yeah. few sessions. Yeah, but being drunk helps. That's true. Oh, but for sure. <laughs> but uh, but I agree. All right, and then uh, I was talking to Stromer today, and uh, remember that saying: "That guy's not fit to carry my jock." Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it should be modified. Okay. Yeah, you know I do this with shit rolling downhill right. and lots of stuff that you don't you. shit where you eat and buy and sell and all that kind of stuff. I I like if you say he's not fit to carry your jock, then there'll be no jock being carried. Yeah, he's only fit to carry. I would your... say he's fit to carry my jock. Yeah, guys don't wear jocks anymore, right. which is which is interesting. But I would modify it to he must carry my jock, or yeah. he's fit to carry my jock. <laughs> Who can't carry a jock? And by the way, isn't it more demeaning when you enter the gym to be the guy who's toting the star's jock? Yeah, that's all he's good for. The jock toter. Carrying the jock. Yeah, Yeah, I think we screw that up a little bit like when we go, uh, I could care less. That one's very, yeah. We fucked that one up a little bit, too. always fucked up. I think we should straighten that one out Mm -hmm. and the the keeper of the jock as well. Wait, guys don't wear jock straps anymore? No. Why not? Not nearly as much as they used to. What do they do? They wear the kind of undershorts, like kind of the bike shorts. shorts. Oh. With like a, like a pocket there for the for the cup if if you choose to wear it. Which a lot of guys don't do anymore. What? Oh, well, yeah. yeah. They don't wear a cup? No. no. I nobody, remember a catcher no, will wear a cup. Oh, nobody wow. in the NFL wears a cup anymore. When I remember when my 
brother's football team was playing and the the boys would come over afterwards and all sweaty and disgusting. One kid would always take his cup and like rub it really hard on his face because it would make a noise. Yeah. And it really, it was really, uh, it was pretty well, the horrible. Cup, the cup was molded exactly after the oxygen mass. Yeah. Yes. Right. So there's no way 11-year-old boys are, are going to miss that, that joke when you're breathing into the oxygen but mask. But who's the joke on? We had... Uh, before every Pop Warner football game I ever played, you'd have to weigh in. Mm-hmm. And once you weighed in. Wait, a Pop Warner? Yeah, because they separate you by weight class. You don't oh, kill somebody. Not by grade level. <laughs> yeah, they have weight divisions. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so they would weigh you in. Mm-hmm. And they would, uh, I think Sarah Silverman did a jag about. Um, transgendered athletes a few weeks ago, but she did this whole thing about there's no big big and small. They play together, whatever, and it's like, nah, there's what, there's a thousand different yeah. weight divisions. Wrestling that's is exclusively that. Yeah, that's how sports work. <laughs> right. They want that parity. They right. don't want the 200-pounders playing Chilling. with the 110-pounders. Yeah. So they would, they would weigh you in, and they would weigh you in, and then when you're done weighing in, you'd line up all the way along the wall. It was always in front of the high school gym. They'd bring the they bring the uh, scale outside. Oh wow! And they wouldn't. This is my worst fear for a Weight Watchers meeting. <laughs> they would not. It's like the stocks. They wouldn't weigh you. They would just put the scale on 123 pounds, oh. which was oh. the top of the pee wee division. Right. You know what I mean? So, so ev- tip the scale. everyone just walk across right. it. But if you walked across it and it started moving too much, yeah. uh, then you didn't make weight. If you didn't make weight, you had to turn your jersey inside out. Oh. How shaming. Uh, to, to, yeah, to denote. Yeah, they just they need to know you didn't you didn't make your so way. So what do you You'd do pull that out, day? You sit on the bench with an inside out jersey. <laughs> that's that's how they do it. But they they would line you up, and uh, I remember. And then the ref would just walk past everyone, and you go, you know, mouthpiece, and everyone would hold their mouthpiece out, and then in they they'd look at you, thigh pads. Um, all right, everyone. Thigh pads, and everyone would just bang on their thigh pads, and they go knee pads, and everyone would bang on their knee pads, and then they go cups, and mm. everyone would knock with one knuckle, and you hear this weird sound of 31, Little boys 11 year olds just knock, 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 with Tony Truzzi inside right. out, they have no idea. Uh, Brian's Get right. The game. That's right. Mm. Also, uh, we would. Uh, the very first, I remember the very first time they gave us our uniforms when I was seven. We're at the Studio City Park over here, and they just gave everyone their uniforms, and they're like, here's all your stuff. Go in the bathroom and change. And no seven-year-old had any idea what to do with the girdle. Sure, There's sure. a the thing called a girdle. Right. Had a well, butt pad and yeah. side pads and sure. a cup and the for pants, drag, yeah. and no one knew where anything went. Everyone just came out weird, like a mess. Because it had the hip pad and the pocket for the hip pads. Right. And then the, it had an, like, a, like a tailbone pad. Did you have a tailbone pad? Oh, yeah. 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 Wow. Just, they don't have that anymore. But. No, you just ever, assumed y'all would figure this out? You couldn't even tie your shoes. I guess it was assume versus uh, 51-year-old guy go in there with a bunch of seven-year-olds and tell everyone to drop their pants, you know, and start fiddling around with their girdle. I think they said, you know what? Go ahead and figure this one out. It's a liability. If it doesn't work, like if you come walking out and there's a tampon in your eye, we'll we'll give you some tutelage. Right. But we're not getting our hands dirty. (laughs) I see. All right. Uh, Something I was playing with uh, Drew, and I was curious about this because... We're talking about the uh, head of the CDC, Rochelle Walensky, and she was talking about how much her 16, Mm. maybe now 17-year-old son 
looked forward to going to camp so much so that the day he got home from camp, he would start Xing right. out the days Doing tallies. until he mm-hmm. went again and then went on to say she's pulled him out yeah. uh, this year. So here's the question, and I don't know if we can find an answer. We have a couple of clips. Do we not? Uh, I'm looking at Max Pata yeah. here. Footnote, is any human being not depicted in film or television ever X'd out days on a calendar? They always do. It never happens. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying it's only depicted in film and television. Anyone not do that? I mean, not in film and television actually do that? Uh, no. I mean, maybe in Maybe prison. a prisoner. <laughs> uh, all right. So we'll play that first clip again, the are you letting your kid go to summer camp story, which is um, I, I whenever any officials start talking about as a mom or I had a bad feeling or any of that kind of stuff, it always bumps the shit out of me. But I, I will pose a bigger question. We'll hear the first clip. With regard to camp, I have a 16-year-old. Every day, every year, he comes home from camp, and he writes the number of days until he returns to camp the next year. This year, it got to zero, and I told him he wasn't going. I want our kids back in camp. Literally. We now have sure. 38,000 new infections on average per day. Last May 11th, Outdoors, it was 24,000. in the sun. And we sent a lot of kids home, and camps were closed. Chlorinated pools. The camp guidance is intended to get our kids to camp and allow them to stay there. All right. Well, there's a camp guide okay. that's there to get right. your kids to camp and stay there. So what, why can't your kid go? Your, your mom's the head of the CDC. And by the way, the fucking chicken little shit is so fucking annoying when it comes to policy. Save that shit for the crazy gypsy chicks you drink fucking white wine with. Spare us the fucking my son. All right. But you're not letting your son go. Right. And so late, so I said... Did her son get vaccinated or not? Because it, at the time, it had been going on for a number of months. And I think people people are a little bit on the fence about the teenagers getting vaccinated. Some Most doctors are kind of like, mm, I don't know, it's not, maybe. Risk versus I mean, reward. Everyone's right? kind of flipping a coin on it. Like, is it worth it? Exactly. And so everyone kind of wants to know. Now, she's saying, get your kid vaccinated. Right. But she's also saying, my, I pulled my and son out of home. camp. Yeah. So then I said, did she get vaccinated? So then I found this other clip and we'll try to figure it out. Was is the head of the CDC's teenage son? Did he get vaccinated or not? This is a, a, a good message to send to the, the populace would be, I have a son. He's a teenager. He's vaccinated. Yeah. He's going to camp. Returning to life. Here we go. Dr. Walensky, in my last minute here, let me just ask you. The CDC says that while fewer children have been sick with COVID-19 compared to adults, children can be infected, get sick, and spread the virus. Uh, with the uh, authorization of Pfizer yesterday for children 12 to 15, what would you say to parents who are considering getting their kids vaccinated now? I would encourage all parents to get their children vaccinated. I know many parents are enthusiastic and have been texting me, can't wait to get their children vaccinated. Um, I recognize that uh, there some parents want to sort of see how it goes first, but I am encouraging all parents to get their children vaccinated. Some parents won't want to be first, but I'm also encouraging children to ask for the vaccine. Um, I, do, I have a 16-year-old myself, and I can tell you he wanted to get the vaccine. He wants his life back. These kids want to go back to school. They want to go back to the things they love. So he wanted to get it, but he wants to get back to camp. Right. But is he first off? Why wouldn't you go? I have a six year old. He's vaccinated. He's 100 yeah, percent not vaccinated. Yeah, that's, that's a very inarticulate 
I'm hoping he wanted to get vaccinated and then got no, vaccinated. No, no way. She, she would do a good job of expressing say, that. I would bet everything I own, relatively, that he is an unvaccinated child. And remember, she used past tense. Like, he wanted to get vaccinated, which is usually followed by a but. I wouldn't let him. I want to see what happens to other kids. Well, then, first off, all right. You just got done telling everyone enthusiastically to get vaccinated. Yes. Teenagers, young people. You then told stories about people asking and stuff. And then you wove your son into the mix. Shouldn't have done that. You brought the son up and said he wanted to get vaccinated. He's not vaccinated. Well, I... It opens up a lot of doubt. It certainly does because... Well, it's two things. It's either he's not vaccinated or she completely screwed the pooch on her example Uh of... My son is vaccinated. He's able to return to do all the stuff he formerly did. I can tell you he's fine. And as a mother and as a physician, I stand by it at 100%. Let's hear the last last 15 seconds one time. So I don't think her son is vaccinated. 100% he's not vaccinated. Well, I'm in the low 90s. But either way. He's not. She would have because she would have said he's vaccinated. So why isn't the head of the CDC getting her son vaccinated? Or if he is vaccinated, why is she explaining that she pulled him out of camp? Mm -hmm. He's not going this year, and he wanted to get vaccinated. Why? Why is this the messaging? The the only thing I can think of is he has some sort of private condition that she doesn't want to put on blast. Even though she's happy to call him a nerd and say he only thinks of camp three hundred sixty four days a year, but that's the only thing I can think of that he is he is absolutely not vaccinated, and maybe the reason why is private. But then she probably shouldn't have brought him up. It would be beyond ballsy if she went on and on and on about how important it is for kids, how she wants kids, all kids, every kid should ask, and then oh by the way, my kid's not vaccinated. that would, be, that would be beyond insane. Well, she kind of said that, but she she certainly didn't say he was. It, it's a for someone who is the tip of the spear and the spokesperson yep. for this thing. Whether it was you know four months ago about you having a bad feeling about which way the wind was blowing, or your son going to camp and kids getting vaccinated, get your fucking point together a little bit, would you, bitch? You're the fucking head of the CDC. We were listening to you on all these subjects. Please get on point with your message. All right, sorry. One more. We'll see if we can figure it out. Um, I recognize that uh, there some parents want to sort of see how it goes first, but I am encouraging all parents to get their children vaccinated. Some parents won't want to be first, but I'm also encouraging children to ask for the vaccine. Um, I, do, I have a 16-year-old myself, and I can tell you he wanted to get the vaccine. He wants his life back. These kids want to go back to school. They want to go back to the things they love. So I think that was a clumsy way of saying, like, if I was like, Christy wanted to get vaccinated and she did. She just kind of fumbled. I don't know. I don't I know. Because you tote that out front and center. There was, a, kid was there was a problem. She said he wanted to get yes. vaccinated, which definitely leaves the door open to Brian's theory, which is he wanted to. And, and we got him, we right. got him vaccinated. But then so she went from past. To, I know. Then, then she, she went the to infinite. present. He, he wants to get back yeah. to his life, yeah. which means he's not back to his yeah. life, which means he's not vaccinated. That was very clumsy either way. Either way. I don't think he's vaccinated. I don't either. All right. Mm-hmm. But you guys get your kids vaccinated. And then we'll that's, see. that's the message. All right. Uh, let's see. We have uh, the game to play. We have uh, blah, blah, blog. Oh, yeah. And uh, we'll do that right after this.
It's time for Nicaraguan Name That Movie with Adam's buddy Oswaldo. See if you can guess which movie this famous line is from. You had me, Angelo. If you said Jerry Maguire, you had me at hello. You're correct. Now, back to the show. Oh, the Oz man shall be missed. All right. Uh, we have an intro for blah, blah, blog. The Twitter version? Mm-hmm. Bio version. Twitter bio version. Oh, okay, here we go. It's time for Blah, Blah, Blog. The game where we match the celebrity with their retarded online rant. Let's play. All right, so I will be reading the exact Twitter bio, and then just like the game, I'll give you three choices. Actress, activist, troublemaker, fighting for fair pay and passage of the Equal Rights Amendment. Is it Patricia Arquette? Emily Rossum? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Emmy Rossum. Or Emmy, sorry. Or Jessica Chastain. Mm. Did you say mother? No. Okay. Mm. Who read that again? Actress, activist, troublemaker, fighting for fair pay and passage of the Equal Rights Amendment. By the okay. way, Gina, I don't want to burst your bubble, but yeah. it's birthing person. Oh, no, I don't not think mother? it's mother. I, no, I apologize. We've moved on to birthing I will person. issue an apology. Please. Uh, boy. All right. Uh, I don't know. Open it to you, Gina. What do you think? Uh, I, I think Jessica Chastain gets uh, whipped up about a few things, and I think it may mostly have to be with veganism. Uh, Emmy Rossum, don't know. I'm going Arquette. Feels Arquette-y. Yeah. To me, but then what's Emmy Rossum doing on there? I'm going to strike Chastain from my list just because, like like Gina said, it. well, she's way too mainstream, way too successful. Mm. I don't think she sticks her neck out on this. I go Arquette as well. Feels Arquette, Arquette. but I'm going oh. Emmy Rossum. Oh. The bio belongs to Patricia Arquette. All right. Oh, damn it. Troublemaker. <clears throat> God is great. I have a Grammy-winning vagina. <laughs> Is it Cardi B, uh-huh. Meg The Stallion, mm. or Lil Kim? Mm. Haven't seen Lil Kim in a while. Well, nobody <sighs> has. She doesn't really look like herself anymore. That's oh, a good really? Point, yeah. Someone else's nose. Yeah. I'm disappointed in Lil Kim. Why? So I told you I had a gay assistant for a while. Oh yeah. Started off pretty good. Which was, it started off funny because we weren't doing the uh, Adam Carolla project. You still have a gay assistant. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Danny Tushit said, wouldn't it be funny if we got to this like, flamboyantly gay assistant and then it'd be, he knew nothing about construction mm-hmm. and then he'd have to show up to the job and right. get into it with the guys and it'd be awesome. And then uh, at some point the show ended, I was actually thinking about this. I didn't bring it up, but I was thinking about it as we're talking about um, we're talking about Neil Diamond playing uh, the Greek theater. Uh And one of the bits was um, me and my gay assistant for the show. Mm -hmm. We're going to go see Tori Amos at the the Greek. Sure. And I like Tori Amos, but eh, not a super fan. Probably would have passed on it, but it was a bit. We're going to go down there and film it. I was going to go talk to Tori Amos and stuff after the show and stuff like that. 
And with about uh, that morning, it was like, ah, the crew canceled. We're not going to do it. We don't have the budget for it. And I just basically looked at my assistant and went, well, I guess that's the end of Tori Anderson. He just like looked at me. I've never seen a man emote so much from his eyes. He's like, so we're not going to Tori Anderson? And I was like, well, it was a bit, you know, and we're not doing the bit. It was a bit? I planned on going to and he just looked at me and I went oh fuck it we'll go to see Tori Amos oh, and we just went yeah it's a good so show nice of you went backstage hung out so so you guys went off camera oh yeah I love we had a that. date night oh I love that that was the honeymoon phase and she I, let me guess she uh, encored with cornflake girl leather yeah she god it was a good show she's amazing she's amazing and then uh maybe several months later after we stopped filming there was uh, one point where he said to me, I need to talk to you. And I said, uh, what about? And he said, your attitude. Oh, boy. And I said, uh, okay, well, I need to talk to you. I got to fire you. And he was like, what? And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to fire you. For what? It's like, because I don't need you to talk to me about my attitude. And uh, Maybe he was saying was you that. didn't have enough attitude. But he, part of, I, although he'd do it on the clock, but... He used to write letters to Lil' Kim in prison. <laughs> From me. From me. Were you <laughs> on Adam Carolla letterhead? Were you aware of like, this? This is Adam Carolla from MTV. I support you strongly, and I'm a big fan, and I'm thinking about you. You could oh, press charges, ironically. I want to live in a world where Lil' Kim to this day loves Adam Carolla because he was the one. The, the one. I said, it's the best way to pick up a fan. Like, yeah, when Tyson was on the outside, every fucking hanger on right. was there. But the guys who, there for who wrote him yes. in prison, those are lifelong yeah. friends. And you guys should know that if any celebrity goes and does a stint for four months, write them feverishly about yeah. supporting them. Being, they'll get they'll forever be indebted. Like That's they right. stood my left. Oh, everyone, my my agent cut me loose. Mm-hmm. My man, but Adam Carolla, he he stood up. How did you find out? Um, you know, one has a feeling. <laughs> you get you get a feeling. I'm pretty intuitive. Uh, okay. what? Why reach out to every, every time I hear anybody who gets cancer, reach out to him. They're going to do it to be nice. Right. Are you fucking kidding me? It's going to yeah. pay off down the road somewhere. Dividends. So yeah. he wrote Lil' Kim on my behalf <laughs> <laughs> in prison. So awesome. And uh, he told your, your penmanship is so wonderful. Yeah, I told him. Yeah. And uh, I love that you bedazzled your stationery. I think I just said, I'm like, what are you working on? I was like, I'm writing Lil' Kim. I'm like, why were you writing? Oh, no, for you. I'm writing it for you. And uh, bitch got out of the slammer, never contacted Not me. Not a word. But we should see, Chris, if Lil' Kim got remembers <laughs> Absolutely. me. Absolutely. We joke, we laugh about it, it's funny, et cetera, et cetera. That's a great like initiative for like an assistant to take. Just right. start writing letters to celebrities, letters to celebrities. Oh, support. you can be best ethical, friends with yeah. Mar- Martha great. Stewart. Absolutely. And uh, Tyson sure. and everyone. Yeah. T- Tupac was in. I mean, obviously well, not around yeah. now, but anyone's did a stint, you know, ride them. Well, it didn't work out for you. No. Maybe it worked out for somebody else. No, all right. So, uh, vagina. Grammy winning vagina. Okay. Now, feels Cardi B because she had the WAP video, right? Mm-hmm. But Cardi with Megan Thee Stallion. With Megan. But Lil' Kim, what's she doing on that list? I'm going, I'm going with the same strategy that failed last time. I'm going Lil' Kim. 
Okay, it's got to be either Cardi B or uh, Megan because they have the song, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I don't know which one's more religious because it's a lot of like God is great or something. I'm gonna go a coin flip. I'll go Megan the Stallion. Mm, it's definitely not Lil Kim. Um, I I would think that since Megan the Stallion is slightly less famous than Cardi B, she would have to do a more like bombastic. I have a Grammy winning vagina, but oh. just to just to do uh, just to play fair, let's all go different. I go Cardi B. The bio belongs to Cardi B. All right, oh, did you? <laughs> did Megan get shot in the foot? Out in front of is that a metaphor? The hotel. <laughs> you would know, Mr. TMZ. I, yeah, think, I think something a involving TMZ a story. gun. Yeah, but I don't know if she got shot. I don't know <laughs> if it was one of her she people. She got shot in the hoof. It's a stallion joke. All right. Yeah, shot in the foot. Actress, producer, director, activist, philanthropist, designer, mom, wife, daughter, sister, aunt, friend, stepmom, human. Oh, uh, human. It's important to note. Is it Eva Longoria, oh my God. Gabrielle Union, mm. or Catherine Zeta-Jones? Mm. It doesn't feel Catherine Zeta-Jonesy to me. But now we're now we're at a tie. I'm going Eva Longorian. Yeah, she's the only one I know for a fact that is a director uh, and and philanthropist for that matter. So I'll go Eva Longoria as well. I'd like to, but. It's not interesting that way. Um, I am going to say Catherine Zeta-Jones. The blog belongs to Eva Longoria. Okay. Yeah, see, you just did what I did the last two. Well, I want. To, then we would like, all go why for would Eva she Longoria. Be on that? Well, no, it, that could have been a Gabriel Union. And maybe, no, it couldn't. It couldn't, not? and I can't say why. Ooh. Oh, not a human? <laughs> I can't say why. I probably could say why. It, she wouldn't have. She would have mentioned more about herself. Oh, race. Mm-hmm. Oh, she would have said black woman. I think so. proud black woman. I oh, yeah, so. that's right. Especially that's with right. all the yeah, Sammy yeah. Cowell stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Good catch. Thank you. Racist. Anti-racist actor. Oh, <laughs> Iowa Hawkeye till I die. One day at a time. Oh. Is it Aaron Paul, Tom Arnold, or Laura Flynn Boyle? Wow! Look at the range. Mm. I think I know this one. Mm. I know well, this go one. Ahead. Go oh, ahead. I mean, from his trust me, as much as I would love for it to be Jesse from Breaking Bad, this has Tom or Arnold all over it. He's from the Midwest. He loves to tell you what he thinks, whether you've asked or not. He'd have to put that in his bio. Mm-hmm. The Iowa Hawkeye thing definitely. The first thing I thought of was Tom Arnold, but is that too obvious? I think it's a red herring. I know. Anti-racist. Actor? Yes, yeah, correct. So he just plays an anti-racist on TV? <laughs> yeah. Or is that really anti-racist? <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. It's typecasting. So this guy's a racist. Yeah. anti-racist characters. Like when a gay guy plays a straight guy. It's not really straight. Right. Right. You know, when you need act the beat cop and that mm-hmm. one scene. Being it's when you need the anti-racist, you go mm-hmm. to this guy. Mm-hmm. It's trying to think... God. All right, Brian, you go. It reminded me of a Tom Arnold I love the randomness of Laura Flynn Boyle. I'm going Laura Flynn Boyle. Mm. Yeah, I've been burned by the randomness many times in in this short game, so I'm going Tom Arnold. The blog belongs to, or the bio belongs to, Tom Arnold. Yeah. There you go. Obviously. I just want to be on an adventure. Is it Channing Tatum? (laughs) Matthew Perry? 
or Matthew McConaughey. Oh, wow. Mm. I'm going Channing Tatum for no good reason. I'm going McConaughey because that screams McConaughey to me. I got to get back in this, so I go with uh, Matthew Perry. The bio belongs to Channing Tatum. Oh, Oh, yeah. Well, what's the score? Now we must be... Gina and Adam are nodded up at three. Brian, one behind at two. All right, we're heading into the championship rounds. Here we go. An experiment in progress. Is it Lena Dunham? That's it. Miley Cyrus or Edward Norton? (laughs) Wow. An experiment in progress. Does Lena Dunham have a nose hoop? Yeah, septum hoop. Ugh. Such a... Isn't that what they put on cows? Yes. Brian, please. (laughs) Yes, they do. Hooves and cows. Oh, man. Ah, uh, boy. This is tough. This is tough. Because now we get back to what's Ed Norton doing on there. Yeah. I'm going Ed Norton. I'm getting my in first. <clears throat> Experiment and process. I, uh... Okay, I, I, I gotta guess. I'm mm. going Miley. This is way too short for Lena Dunham, and I'm not buying this Ed Norton thing. I'm going Miley. Ed Norton could be the red herring out there. I'm going Ed Norton, too. God damn it. The bio belongs to Ed Norton. No, my chance to get back in it. Mm -hmm. Actor, producer, inmate, Hollywood prison. Is it Soleil Moon Fry? Mm -hmm. Okay, Soleil Moon Fry, Mm -hmm. Charlie Sheen, or Corey Feldman. Oh, this is good. I just saw her documentary, Kid 90. It's great. I was so, featured in that. It's okay. Prominently. It's very prominently well, if featured. you're feeling nostalgic. It's, it's very okay. How dare you? All right. So we have Slay. You didn't like seeing all those before they were stars? No, that was, that was video? the best part by far. <laughs> okay. Hollywood, inmate in Hollywood prison. Mm. It's definitely one of the guys. I have a guess. Mm. Hold on. Okay. I mean, just go. It's Feldman for sure. Inmate Hollywood prison. I... But it doesn't feel insane enough. It feels Charlie Sheeny to me. Yeah, Charlie Sheen actually has been working and has been a quote unquote inmate in a Hollywood. Whereas and Feldman is would do anything to get back in that prison. I'll say Sheen. Oh, is it, are you going Sheen as well? Oh yeah, oh. Sheen. Sorry. I'm sorry. We were discussing the game over here. Will you say your guesses one more time, please? Sheen, Sheen, and Feldman. Feldman for me. The bio belongs to Sheen. Oh, yeah. Man, I got out of the gate. (sighs) 0 for 2, but I've I've got my feet under me. I'm hitting my stride now. I want to love like Jesus. Is it Russell Wilson? That's it. Kanye West? Or Justin Bieber? Oh. That's a good selection. These are all vaguely religious guys. Is Russell Wilson a religious yes, guy? Yes, for sure. That's probably the most the most actually religious no, of all three. Just not as loud about it. Mm. He's pretty loud about like it. Jesus. Kanye feels on the nose for Kanye. But who knows? I, I gotta guess. Yeah. Um, for whatever reason, Bieber's really been like kind of stuffing his... Christianity like down people's throats lately mm-hmm. and there was even I saw a headline that said like Haley wouldn't have married him if he wasn't religious so I think that's like his campaign right now I'm going Bieber mm. yeah 
Kanye, hmm, Russell. I don't know. Is Russell played closer to the vest? I feel it might be, uh, I'm going Biebs too. Russell Wilson is very outspoken about his religion. Oh. Uh, I don't know if it's him, but I'll just do a wild guess and say Russell Wilson. The bio belongs to Russell Wilson. Ah, oh, damn it. <sighs> Shut the fuck up about it. Mm-hmm. I'm your daddy. Is it Kevin Durant? That's it? <laughs> Marshawn Lynch or Travis Scott? I really don't know who, mm. what's happening in this one. Travis Scott has the... He's the rapper has got the Happy Meals named after him. Right, okay. It, which is basically, it's like a McDonald's meal. With like... Except for there's a little figurine of him. Oh. And he's, like made, a, a, he's made a suicide. He took like the oh. uh, le- sun-kissed lemon and right. mixed it with the Pepsi or something. I <laughs> knew someone who used to drink Diet Coke mixed with lemonade at the fountain drink, and I, I, I still can't stop Why thinking about it. That? I know, Why it's some disgusting. So I'm sorry, who are all these people? Kevin Durant's basketball player. Okay. Very, very good. From the Nets? Uh, currently, yes. Was the Warriors previously. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marshawn Lynch, football, former football player. Was he the, the guy who would never answer questions? Yeah. In a- uh, one of many, yes. He was the Skittles guy. Beast mode. Yeah. But he was, he was the one that would like actively like tell uh, guy, like press mercurial. conference guys to fuck off. Yeah. Okay. No, he the would- latest season of Westworld. That helps. What he would he would be asked? Uh, he was told he had to do a press conference, yeah, so okay. he sat there and pouted the I whole see. time. <laughs> didn't answer. Didn't answer. And sorry, what was the bio? It was like three words. What was the bio, Dawson? I'm your daddy. Got it. And daddy is spelled D A D D I. Oh, that that helps actually. Mm-hmm. Does it? It does. <laughs> and yo is spelled yo. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, boy. <laughs> Jesus. I don't know. I'm going Marshawn. <clears throat> Damn it. I've been told by many people that Marshawn Lynch is smart, and I've yet to see evidence. <laughs> I hope this is him. To further he went theory. to Cal. Come on. He's got to oh, be smart. Oh, that's a good point. Him and uh, Deshaun. Uh, uh, Jackson? Uh, wait, no, uh, Jackson. Yeah, I was yeah. Like Watson. Yeah, you um, can't get into Cal. I'm going to go uh, Travis Scott. All right. I'll go, uh, what's his name? Kevin Durant? Yeah. <laughs> the bio belongs to Marshawn Lynch. Yeah! Never been so happy to be wrong. There's <laughs> <laughs> the last one in this round. We may get I, to a tiebreaker. I, f- I feel like we've celebrated Marshawn Lynch um, intellectually. Maybe we have overdone it mm. a little bit with the celebration of like, he's so funny or he's so interesting like when, or yeah. so whatever. It's he's like, not. not really. No, he's not at all. He just sort of sits there and grunts a lot. And we right. grafted this yes. thing onto him where oh. it's like, oh, he's funny and he's charismatic and right. he's got his own thing going on. so and, much mileage out of that Skittles thing. Right. It made him like lovable. It's like if a hot girl snickers at your joke, she must have a great sense of humor. Right. All right. All right. So second and third place are mathematically eliminated from winning this game. But let's do the last one anyway. Mm -hmm. Former shoe salesman now making a go at film and theater. Al Bundy. (laughs) Polka. Is it Jason Alexander, Kevin Spacey, Mm. or Morgan Freeman? Mm. Oh. This is so droll. It has to be Jason Alexander. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, I'm. Feels that way. Feels that that was my impulse. Oh, Even we, before his name came up. Could be Morgan <laughs> Freeman, yeah, having a little bit of a uh, joke at himself. But but they emphasize theater. 
and like Jason Alexander's yeah, theater guy. That's a really guy. good point. All right, whoever guessed it first uh, only is the only one that can lock in, and this one's for all the marbles. I'm going Jason Alexander. Me too. One. Me too. You're all wrong. Oh. Come on. The blog belongs to Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. Uh, wow. I knew it. No, he sold shoes. All right. So no for pro. a score of seven to five to five, the winner is Adam Carolla. Oh, yeah. You persevered. Until next time, keep your fingers on your keyboards and your heads up your asses so we can play another round of Blah, Blah, Blah. I like the bio edition. Yeah, I like the bio edition, too. Uh, Max Zapata, here's an interesting journey to go on. I had this thought. Maybe I wrote it down. I got 27 pieces of scrap paper in front of me. But I was listening to some old right-wing zealoty guy go on about nonsense and I thought he sounds like Tom Arnold but Tom Arnold's on the other side of the, yep. the right. aisle but he's just as animated <laughs> and has just myself and, I'm, and they their voices kind of sounded the same and I'm trying to think who it was I just write it down it, it'll come to me but we'll we'll do a little tape of, of okay. Tom Arnold waxing on about politics and this guy waxing on about politics and i can't remember who it was but i spotted it and i had the thought and i'll i'll bring it home and figure it out and eh, we'll 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 circle it we'll circle back to it let me tell you about the hyundai tucson hyundai questioned everything to create the best tucson ever Every inch of the all-new Tucson has been completely reimagined, resulting in an SUV loaded with innovation inside and out. From design to technology to safety, every aspect of the new Tucson has been improved and completely redesigned. This is a ton of SUV. Well, actually, probably a little more than a ton of SUV. Digital key allows you to use your phone as a spare key. It's got a 10-and-a-quarter-inch full-touch infotainment screen. LED daytime running lights stylishly hidden in the front grill. It's beautiful. There's tons of technology in this truck, and the price point is surprisingly low. And I've sat in that driver's seat for a long time and just touched everything on the dash, and it works, man. It is the new Hyundai Tucson. You learn more at Hyundai.com. All right, Dan Abrams is going to join us. Uh, maybe. Um, We'll have him do a little uh, showdown with Gina, and we'll talk to him right after this. Hey, Geico, do you own? Do you rent? Well, you do one or the other, right? You know, it's hard work out there. Owning, renting. You want to save some money? How about you bundle? Bundle your policies at Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle the homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you got so much to do already. Go to Geico.com. Get a quote. See just how much you could save at Geico. That is Geico.com today. That's Geico.com.